Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Mornings. Julian Stoop with you. Kane Corns will join you from 12 to 3 for Kane's World. Dwayne Russell was on breakfast this morning with Sammy Edmund. The big key forwards, Josh Jenkins and Cam Mooney on the run home. Sports day into the big big bash, the Sydney smash between the Thunder and the Sixers. The racing never stops, and it's a big weekend up on the Gold Coast. It's the Magic Millions, and our very own Gareth Hall's been there all week. Hello, Gareth. Hey, mate, Jules. How are you going, mate? I've purchased you a few horses. The average is about... Half your wage, $300,000 per horse going through the ring, which is quite remarkable when you think about it. It's like a a house deposit going in the ring every two minutes. So um, they've had another wonderful, wonderful sale, Magic Millions. And, um, yeah, now I think everybody's excited for a big race day tomorrow. It's a real sport for the battlers then, by the sound of it up there, Gareth. Yeah, 100%. 100%. So um, this is the... Book one, we're all the, the, the best bred gallopers. They go for the first race, and they'll end tomorrow night. And then they've got a book two, which you can still find a few champions um, at a bargain price. So that'll be um, the, the last three days. But over 1,200 horses have sold over just over a week and a half here at the Magic Million. So, um, yep. It's a pretty busy place, and there is a lot of money being spent here over the last four days, Jules. So in terms of sort of the premium prices, does it, is that something that tends to go up every year, or does it, does it fluctuate? Well, I think everyone was thinking maybe this year that just with the way that the, the world is going to be these days that you might see a little bit of a reduction in, in um, people buying horses and it's just like the mum and as they haven't got that disposable income they once had and um, we thought that maybe there might be a small drop off and there, there there is a small drop off yesterday but um, basically the average is still around $300,000. There's been $14 million lots on the second day, about 7 or $8 million lots yesterday. $2.1 million was the highest paid galloper that was purchased yesterday by Tiago Racing um, and she was a filly so there's there's a lot of heavy hitters, multi-millionaires and um, million dollar companies that purchase horses here like Arrowhead and Newgate Farm so there's a lot of money at the top end but it might be interesting just to see in the next week or so or in the second part of the sale whether um, the average does come back when um, you know the, the, the syndicates whether they've got uh, enough people buying horses in the in the the world that we are living in at the moment. So, you know, Gareth Hall, he's up on the Gold Coast for the Magic Millions. There is a pretty big race day on as well tomorrow at the Gold Coast. It's the Magic Millions race day, the two-year-old Classic and the three-year-old Guineas are the headline races. Uh, who do you like in the two-year-old Classic? 
I think Stormboy is going to be awfully hard to beat. Trained by Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott. Terrific story behind this horse. Gay purchased this horse, of course. All the horses competing at the Magic Millions Day have to be purchased at uh, a Magic Millions sale around the country. But the majority of them are purchased here on the Gold Coast. Anyway, I think Gay was having a little bit of trouble selling Stormboy after purchasing him at the sales last year. And so she was invited to... Uh, a luncheon at Penrith talking to some business people and she thought this might be a good opportunity so she put Stormboy and another horse in a float drove from Ramwick to Penrith and then got the horse out and paraded him in the beer garden would you believe and then the people who were at the luncheon purchased the horse and now they've got a runner in the Magic Millions Classic it's, I think he'd be tough to beat he's been heavily supported um, I think around that $2.20 quote is not a bad bet and um, the only danger I think there's there's a couple high nests. He's got the winkers on. He was impressive with Wong the other day. And I wouldn't rule out Spywire, who I um, is trained by Kira Mar and David Eustace. James McDonald takes the ride. I think he can run a, a big race as well. Um, so I think the Colts, Colts will be hard to beat. And what about in the three-year-old race? Um, Sydney Bowlers, my tip. Johnny O'Shea tipped that to us on Giddy Up about a month ago. And this horse has been set for this race. He just snuck into the field, but he won his last race in Sydney, and before that he was impressive at Newcastle. He'll get back, but he'll be storming home, Jules. So Sydney Bowler, I think, is a good play there tomorrow. Now, I can see Miles Fitzner out the back. He's back for Fitzy's form lounge. He's strutting around. It's yeah. like he's got. He's a bit annoyed that I've got you on air instead of him, it's fair to say. He's been doing some good Instagram work over his break as well. Some great photos yeah, he's- that he's been posting. <laughs> Yeah, winners win, and um, what, what was the other one that he had? Um, the great Milo, and I tell you what, twelve o'clock, he's ready to go. He's got the best form experts going around, and uh, he reckons he'll tip the card tomorrow as well. So he's up and about. So yeah, say good day to Milo for us. And um, I don't know what was it? Shoot a shoot. Shoot a shoot. Um, has to, yeah, shoot a shoot. And it was another one, but no, Milo, he'll be refreshed and ready to go. He's hard to beat first up as well, Milo. <laughs> He's very difficult to beat. Uh, any sort of interesting names been floating up there? We know uh, Damien Hardwick's on some decent corn. He hasn't drifted down and, and bought a couple, yeah. has he? You know, he just walked past me, Billy Slater. He's so Oh, yeah, well, he knows plenty about racing. He does. Um, Cameron Smith's wife, you know, SEN's very own Cameron Smith, the rugby league legend. Yes. His wife drew out. Spywire, I think, in the Calcutta yesterday. Nice. Um, and won about $20,000. Because if you if you buy a ticket in the Calcutta, and then if you get your name drawn out um, next to a horse, you get an opportunity to buy it. So if it goes for 20000 you can you get it for half price, so you, you buy it for 10000 But if you don't want to buy it, and it goes for 20000 you get 10000 cash. So um, I think Cameron Smith's wife got Spywire, spy so she won about 100000 and I bought tickets on my table. The bloke next to me, one of my mates, he purchased a book, um, a few tickets, and I purchased some tickets. And he actually, his, his ticket got drawn out, would you believe? And one of the favourites, he won 18000 So the story of my life, so close, so far. Exactly right. Uh, just a couple before I let you go, because you're a big sports fan, yeah. Gareth. It's not just about racing. Yeah. We've been asking today your favourite non-Australian tennis player over the journey. Who have you loved watching that, that wasn't born in this great nation? I do really get I get emotional watching the tennis sometimes. Um, non non Australian, probably Roger. Um, I've loved Roger over the years. Goran Ivanovic, yes, come through strongly. Yes, yeah, he's been late to it. Um, Michael Ch- 
Chang. Yes, it's come through as well. Yeah. Michael Chang. Who else did we have? Um, Stefan Edberg's been very strong. Very strong. The great sweet. No, he wasn't. Servant volley wasn't boring. That was the best part of tennis. Andy Roddick used to annoy me a little bit. Yeah, no, he's. Um, Martina Hingis got under my skin. Andy Murray, I felt sorry for him. Andy Murray was like a champion racehorse, but he just had he was Wrong running into like he, he ran, yeah he ran into Farl at the switch, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, I reckon, I reckon, I reckon yeah, at the top of my head those those. So those why players. why do you get emotional watching the tennis? Can you explain that to me? Because sometimes I think you get emotional, like if Djokovic is playing Roger, or you're like you're invested because you want Roger to win. No disrespect to Novak, um, and the Australian plays like uh, you, you, you always want them to win. And sometimes if you get a good tennis match, it's, um, I, I find it a thoroughly enjoyable thing to watch. But um, yeah, I'm not caught involved with the Australian newspaper. Yeah. Watch tennis all year round, but I don't mind it. Australian Open. Who's, who's going to win this year? What's the prices? Uh, Novak, very, very warm favourite, and uh, the women's uh, seems to be a race in three between Sviontek, Sabalenka, and Coco Goff are the three favourites on the women's side. Hey, just before I let you go, Dwayne Russell said yesterday that his parents, uh, the first date they had was at the speedway. So, the, like the sort of the, the dirt racing, the Tim Hodges sort of style uh, racing. Now, I did mention that maybe over the journey you've taken a couple of uh, dates, first dates to the harness racing. Conservatively, how many women have you taken as a first date to the trotters? Um, good question. I don't think it was the first date, maybe the second date. That's why I'm probably single. I've, um, no, I can't. No, I can't recall if I. Maybe I don't think I've ever um, brought a, a date to the races. I don't think I have. We, we were having a chat to Kelsey Brown about this the other day. You know the champion netball. Yes. Who's headed to Perth? I think Ryan Pappenhauser took her to the Greyhounds. We were discussing on the coverage there the other day. Took her to the Dish Lickers. Yes. Um, they're like the castle, you know. Um, and like I think if you take a girl or, or a or a man to the races, I think they'll enjoy it. There's a lot of entertainment if you back plenty of winners. Um, you know, it could be an open bet for the future relationship. That's right. And it's the way to go. Don't go out for dinner on a first day because if it's no good, you, you've got nowhere to move. At least if you're at the races or yeah. something. There's plenty of other things to keep you occupied. Yeah, 100%. So, um, yeah, just hope they, they like the horses and um, they enjoy pun. And if, if they don't, well, it's not meant to be. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> just move just, on. Just move on to the, to the next. Uh, Gareth, as always, good fun. Uh, enjoy the Magic Millions race day this weekend. Thank you, Jules. Have a good day. Gareth Hall, giddy up with Gareth. It's back for 2024. And Miles Fitzner, as we said, uh, fits his form lounge coming up on SEN track as well. But uh, 12 to 3 right here on SEN 1116. It's Kane Corns. We'll touch base with the volcano next.